Tonight I'm gonna have myself a real good time. So don't stop. Hello and welcome to the 48 Shades of Football podcast, everyone's favourite weekly dose of uh, insightful commentary on the K-League, or as insightful as you're going to get from us anyway. Pretty much. A little bit of music there, that was Queen's Don't Stop Me Now because we're having such a good time, we were all having a great time at the weekend weren't we? I was stone cold sober, not even having a ball beer, and you guys were watching some of the worst football that's <laughs> known to man. Horrendous, horrendous football. Every week I say this is the worst game I've ever seen and every week it gets surpassed by the next game so... But that's, that's the joys of being an FC Soul fan, isn't it? But that probably was one of the worst super matches I think that's ever been played. Do you think they're going to have to stop calling it the super match? I think they should have done it by now, yeah. Because it's not been super for a long time. But I think the original idea of, of the super match wasn't the, the quality on the pitch, but was actually the size of the crowd. Um, and I think that's where it came from, because it was like the biggest match in, in Asia. But um, looking at some of the Japanese crowds that we've seen this season, I think it's been surpassed by something... There, yeah. I, I guess the crowd good. wasn't bad at the weekend. It was okay. Thousand, so it's pretty good. It's the biggest crowd of the season for for anything in the K League so far. Um, be interesting to see how many of those thirty nine thousand will be there at the next home game. Yeah, against the mighty maybe the Clank. nine. I mean, the top tier was open, yeah, like, but I don't think there was very many people sitting in it. I would have said a lot of space in the Suwon end as well. Which a lot of space in the Suwon end. Actually, there was at least one extra space in the zoo one end as the twat was sitting next to us, yeah? <laughs> but anyway, we'll talk about that, we'll later, that, on. that later Yeah, so what is coming up? We've got, I guess, a review of uh, last weekend's games, and then we'll preview all the upcoming fixtures for next weekend as well. And then we'll do something else in the middle, Mark. You still want to talk about referees? We never let you do it last week. You still yep. <laughs> especially, especially, yeah, especially after then, Sean. Yeah, let's talk about referees again. <laughs> it's horrendous. They have no idea what they're doing in this country. And interloping fans, we can talk about that as well. But is, doesn't that mean something else? <laughs> maybe, in your, maybe in your head it does. Maybe that's eloping fans, I'm thinking, sorry. <laughs> You're back to the rainbow button again. <laughs> yes, I am, yes. <laughs> Me and Paul were skipping like boat back mountain out of the stadium on Saturday. <laughs> I can just picture that, actually. <laughs> Speaking of Paul... <laughs> He's not here today. <laughs> he's not here today. He's given up on football. Paul, uh, Paul seems to be doing his own uh, rainbow um, kind of tribute with his like blue blue top, his orange shorts and his red shorts, red shorts and orange training shoes. Um, I'm not really quite sure if, if, that, if, if Paul's coming out or if he's uh, staying in, but whatever way it is, I think, Paul, you're looking pretty... It's the purple fishnets that are giving it away, really. <laughs> I think he's coming out. Oh, it's the fact that every time he bends over, you can see his, his luminous green lycra thong that's kind of killing me, do you know what I mean? But anyway... Um, I'm glad you said thong there. <laughs> <laughs> this is from the guy that said he was going to come to work in a mankini tomorrow. Hey, what, what can I say, man? I'm supposed to be, I'm supposed to be my day off, and, I was, and I'm coming in, so I may as well come in a mankini. I may as well. A Songnam one as well, a black one with Roland Jubilee written down the side. I guess we should say we're, we're not drinking at all today, so we don't have any witty comments to make about each other for the intro, so... No, there's, there's, there's nothing uh, incriminating to say about me, because I've been sober all weekend. You've been getting home early. Got home early, yes. You've been not been drinking free beers that people have been offering to you? I was. I changed, man. I, mean, took, I took my free beer home for the wife. 
the next the next step is to go and apologise to everyone that you've wronged when you've been drunk, right? Well, it was actually the the guy who gave me the beer was one of the guys who said I've been teaching his <laughs> teaching his young son some new words for shouting at Jamshill. So he seemed to take it quite well. He took it in good humour. He said he'd been to a, a Hibs game in Scotland and he knew what Scottish fans were like. So. <laughs> <laughs> Just Hibs fans. Well, I, after the weekend, there's Ansan fans. Look at songs and everything. Really? There was about eight or ten of them, and they were singing songs. I don't know what. They must have been in a training camp at the, the, the police boot camp, learning how to shout Ansan, Ansan, we love you, Ansan, or whatever the hell they were singing. There's probably eight prisoners that they just let out for the game. Or maybe that was part of their maybe that was part of their punishment is to, is to watch K League. Indeed, I guess, I guess that'd be pretty much a punishment for anyone. I'm going to watch K League. Is that, is that why you had to watch two games at the weekend? Two games at the weekend. <laughs> Did your court case finally come up? I was a very naughty boy. <laughs> <laughs> Just call me Brian. <laughs> all right, let's get down to it then. Let's find out all these riveting games we were at. So we'll start off with the K League Classic. Um, since since you're so excited to tell us about it, Mark, why don't you tell us? The two games that you saw, all the action. I took in all the action. This should take about two minutes. I took in two games of the weekend. I took in the uh, super match, uh, Seoul versus Suwon, which was. Oh. Was there any action? Um, the only action was actually not on the pitch. Um, was it that girl next to you? Was was like, was the girl next to me. <laughs> <laughs> I really apologise like, for taking 25 photographs of you. I just couldn't help it. Um, I it was the crowd. I promise it was. Um, and then right on cue, the girl texts me as if she knows what I'm talking about. <laughs> anyway, um, it was really bad. I was kind of looking forward to it. I'd, I'd been working in the morning, uh, got to the stadium about just, just maybe about 3.30 or something like that. Um, I, I, I was looking forward to it because I didn't think it could be as bad like, as the 5-1 defeat. Um, che had been making all the right noises about getting revenge and so on and so forth. Um, I, I think he needs to look at my dictionary as to what the word revenge means. Uh, it's not. It's, it's not boring the team to death on the pitch. He, he really the showed them, didn't he? <laughs> he really <laughs> showed them. Yeah, I'll show you how you play boring football. Um, I was disappointed. Actually, I wasn't disappointed, but uh, Chong Tae I thought was pretty like non-lively compared to what I've seen of him. Yeah, he didn't really do games. much, did he? Yeah, he made a, a few runs, but nothing was. I think the other thing Seoul did well. I don't know whether it was by design or not, but they didn't give any free kicks away on the edge of the box. Yeah. So they didn't let Yom Ki-hoon have any chance. Yeah, he'd, sort of he'd have been as well not playing then. That's, his, that's yeah. all he's got, isn't it? Yeah, I think he took a couple of corners and that was about it. So uh, I'd like to believe that Trey sort of thought, thought this strategy right. One of the things we must not do is give free kicks away on the edge of the box, but frankly I don't have the faith that he's good enough to analyse that. I didn't see any of this game. <coughs> the only thing I saw was that Kim Yong-dae was the man in the match. So usually that means either... Seoul were hammered and he was a star performer or nothing happened in the game and they thought we'll just give the man of the match to the goalkeeper well the first half neither team did anything really and oh, yeah. Suwon came out looking a bit lively and for the first 20 minutes of the second half it was all Suwon and they did have a few shots which he made some decent saves mm, I guess he did so I mean yeah I guess unless you're going to give it to the, the defenders for sort of keeping the, the, each other's attack quiet then he was probably the man of the match Come back to to Trey's uh, tactics. I mean, we, we've consi- consistently talked about how poor Jong is, right? And our phrase of he jonged it. They didn't even put him under any pressure at yeah. all to make him have any kind of opportunity to jong it. Yeah, 
I mean, I, I, I remember at one point, about 30 minutes into the game, turning to Paul and saying, like, so what an atrocious, like, they're just, they're literally taken. And they really were, like, they were, they were, they were devoid of ideas, but just so couldn't even... It. Yeah, I mean, they so just couldn't open them up at all. And you got that feeling that the closer they came at half-time, that probably in the second half, you know, if it came down to any one of the two managers having a, a motivational, inspiring half-time team talk, it wasn't going to be Che. So as it got closer to half-time, you were thinking, OK, if any team probably is going to come out in the second half and win it, it is going to be Suwan. Um, and as Paul said, they maybe through a few things that sold the first 15, 20 minutes and then seemed just content to play it out as both teams kind of ground out at nothing each, which is not the first time that we've seen a nothing each draw at Sangam this year. But it is the first time there's been a nil-nil in the super match since 20-odd years ago, that's what I, I read. Um, yeah, well, I mean, it's the first nothing each draw I've seen, I've seen in maybe about three so years. Which means it's the first nil-nil draw between Seoul and Suwon. Uh, presumably it was a nil-nil between Anyang and Suwon at some point in the past. Which is what people are talking about. So, but yeah, I mean, definitely, like it, it did seem. Uh, I, I Chase, Chase achieved something. <laughs> He's done something that no one else has managed to do. Yeah. But I mean, yeah, they sometimes they they choose these games to be on TV, right? And then I can't imagine that anyone who watched that on TV will be sort of thinking, "Well, this is something I want to go along to and yeah. see for myself," because it's this, just poor. Uh, it's quite funny because we did have, like before the game, a young university student came up to us and uh, interviewed us. Like, well, he didn't interview, he gave us a survey, you know, about, about the K-League. And one of the things is, that he asked us is, is there, what's the problem with the K-League? And, you know, Paul was like, well, poor television coverage uh, and so on. And then they go ahead and choose this game. And you think to yourself, well, they're probably just lost. Uh, you can't like really blame them for choosing the, the supermarket no, of course, early, but, but it's, it's always the way isn't it when you get yeah. 40,000 and it's live on TV and then you get a crap game yeah. that just puts people off I mean I know I've met several people who said that their first game was a supermatch like the supermatch last year that Seoul won uh, what was it oh, you cleared it they, they won 2-0 last summer 2-0 uh, 2-1 yeah 2-0 yeah, last July so I know I know several people who had that as their first game, and that's what sort of enticed them to come back. That was a cracking game, actually. Yeah. So, so yeah, I'm not sure how many of the people who came to this game for the first time. But I also know um, some some a friend of my friend was going on a she was been on a blind date with this guy who was a Suwon fan for their third date he took her to the 5-1 thrashing last time and before the game she was going oh this guy's kind of a loser I'm just going along for the third date then I'll not bother seeing him again and and then they went to the 5-1 game came out and said oh this guy's really great having so much fun with him so there you go <laughs> so basically so, so next time you, you're on a date take it to a martyrs game yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you can see some goals anyway I also have a friend that takes girls along to the football and he says like okay if the score is like every time every time Seoul score we'll, we'll take up one level of skinship so they score one we'll hold hands score two then you got to kiss me on, on the cheek score three you got to kiss me on the lips so he's never go beyond holding hands then. <laughs> we'll see that yeah he's on a massive dry spell this year yeah. <laughs> he really needs to take her to a matters game 
Yeah, do you know what I mean? Be like, okay. So, so just checking back there, Paul. Uh, as far back as records go, uh, the only nothing he's draw in this match was an FA Cup game, which um, so won on penalties. But as far back as soccer way is is willing to record, there hasn't been a nothing he's draw. Which is 2003. 2003. Three. So yeah. ten years. So, I, I mean, I, I'm assuming that was probably the first Seoul game after before that was Anyang, yeah. Uh, Anyang would have been 2003. Would have been Anyang, right? So Seoul's yeah. Seoul formed in 2004. Yeah. So that's as far back as as soccer we can record. So, so there you go. So, there you go. The first goalless super match in at least. 12, 12 years. 12 years. There you go, you can say you've seen something. A momentous occasion in Korean football history. A goalless super match. I just gave the whole the whole game a wide berth. I saw enough enough Elan fans before the game saying, Oh I'm gonna go to the super match. Yeah. I've got my ticket. I thought, oh I want nothing to do with this game. Got my ticket, got my Elan shirt on me. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know if you want to talk about it now or, or maybe talk about it later, but yeah, that's, I saw quite a few people on Facebook posted their picture. Sitting in Sangam with her Elan hat on and her Elan shirt on, I just thought, what a wanker. Those were probably the same people that went to the Songnam game the other month. Yeah, well. In their Elan shirt. You would just, have. Just says that Elan, Elan fans are wankers, right? I'm not really sure you've done it and said, what a wanker. You'd have been like, wow. <laughs> she was kind of hot. Maybe in another sense. In another sense, yeah. Present company included. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, that's the thing. I don't know why there was like Elan fans at, at Seoul Songnam in the Songnam end. Um, I don't know why there was Elan fans at the Supermatch either, but I guess if your team's not playing, they're going to go to but games. But then Seoul fans go to Elan games as well, so... Yeah, I mean, I guess... Yeah, I mean, I, can under- I guess there's a lot of neutrals go to the Supermatch, so I don't really mind them going, it's just the way they were kind of fawning over it, and mm. and then going there with your kit on is... Oh, that's the thing, it's going there with your kit on, I mean, like, what? Did they take it home and wash it, dry it, and put it back on it, go down to Anstan the next day? Well, did they even go to Anstan? Oh, did they even go to Anstan, yeah. <coughs> I know there's quite a lot of Seoul fans that that if if Seoul are playing on the Saturday and Songnam are playing on the Sunday, they do both. Yeah. So, but hopefully you don't go to Songnam with your Seoul shirt on. No, they wouldn't do that. They just yeah. go wearing nothing. Well, not nothing. But <laughs> <laughs> no, no That's that guy. I see him every week. <laughs> That's that girl. <laughs> but yes, yeah, so that was a super match. Thing. That's that girl you took to the Martyrs game, Paul. <laughs> I made a bet with him. <laughs> Strip football. Every time, every time the martyrs score, you used to take one item of clothing off. Every time the mar- <laughs> you've got that back to front ball, yeah, you? you got that back to front ball, yeah. <laughs> That's what happened the last time, wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> the poor girl was standing there in the summer sweltering because like, she's got like forty. She's got a heart of on. She, she came along wearing all her clothes in a wardrobe like like Joey did in that episode of Friends once. <laughs> Unfortunately, it was a game where martyrs conceded thirty-five, and she was still naked at the end. <laughs> Alright, so I guess I guess we should stop talking about the super match because it wasn't very super. What else? Were you at the Songnam game? Uh, no, I, I went to Incheon. Okay, uh, yeah. I went to Incheon and Daejeon on this on, on the Sunday. That uh, must have been good. Well, I was. It was one of those days where I, I kind of like couldn't get off the sofa, and as the day was going on and going on, I was like, okay, do something. Uh, you know, like drag your ass out and, and actually go and do something. So, for some reason, I chose Inchon Dejon. Um, I guess that fixture does have a bit of fight, a bit of bite to it because of the old, uh, you know, like mascot bashing. 
yeah. right, of a few years back. I was, um, I was at the last one at Deja, and the, the game was awful. Yeah, I mean... Really two really poor sides. It was... I think the biggest problem in that game was probably Inchon scored within about, I think maybe like 17 minutes or 12 minutes or something, and then Adriano was sent off. So at that point, not only did Dejon go, oh, we've lost, but Inchon went, oh, we've won. And for the next, literally the next 50 minutes, they just passed the ball around the the middle of the pitch with the Inchon players incredibly frustrating uh, Kevin. Who, was just, who seemed to be getting more and more angrier as the game was going on. He was yeah. running about trying to actually score and everybody else yeah. was like, well, what? Why are you running? It's over, yeah. it's finished. Um, the Dejon keeper pulled off a couple of fantastic saves. Uh, I think at one point I did, I did refer to him as uh, Ospinawa uh, after the goalkeeper who pulled off that double save in the Copa America. Uh, he went down... He, his first save wasn't really that impressive, but the ball broke uh, in the box and uh, he jumped up and managed to take the claw away, you know, like the rebound in the second shot. Uh, he, he had a pretty decent game. Um, he, he pulled up a couple of pretty, pretty good stops. I was, I was trying to find Kim Hack Bum on Twitter to ask him if he was going to, if he, if he <laughs> was going to sign him up. Um, but uh, Dejan were poor. I mean, an, an incredibly poor team. Yeah, the defence was ragged, wasn't it? Yeah, they, without... I mean... Adriano was captain as well, which I didn't know he was their captain. Uh, I guess when you only have one football player in your team, I guess you make him captain. Maybe in the hope that he'll stay for the second half of the season. He'll be stay for the second half, or the second half of the game. <laughs> but he didn't <laughs> do this thing. Yeah. Um, but it's quite bad that, that, that when your captain gets sent off in 20 minutes. Um, poor game. Nothing yeah. much really happened. The, the one thing I will say is Inchon's second goal was pretty sweet. Uh, Kevin with a fantastic defence split and pass. He'd made it five or six times prior to that, but no one had actually made the run. Uh, and Kim and Sang uh, ran onto it, latched onto it, took a touch and then looked to pass the keeper. Um, it was a pretty, it was a pretty good goal. So a pretty convincing win, two 0 I mean, not. It wasn't convincing in, in the terms that you know Inchon pummeled them. It was just the game was over game was once up, Adriano yeah. was sent off. I mean, it was I, I remember the, the the last fixture, the Dejon home game. It was the same. Adriano went off at half time injured, yeah. and you could just tell second half Dejon just went, "We're never going to score. We're yeah. never going to win this. Just give up." Mm-hmm. And the other guys have got the other Brazilians. Dejon have got are awful. The, the, uh, they're terrible. Some of the mm-hmm. worst players I've ever seen in the K League. Yeah. So yeah. Just going, just I, I only watched this game in the on the YouTube highlights, and it made it look like Inchon had played really well. I mean, I don't think Inchon played... Inchon played far better when they uh, played against Jeju, Pohang. I think they beat Pohang. No, yeah. no, no they, they drew with Pohang and they, and they beat Jeju. Like, I've seen Inchon play a couple of times, and maybe that's my fourth um, game at Inchon Stadium this season. And that's the, the poorest I've seen them play. Um, they didn't... For the, when you're playing the team that's bottom of the league and that it is, has only won once... In 17, you expect to horse the team, and mm. I don't really think they, they particularly played as well as they could. But as I said, that when you're one 0 up and the only footballer and the other team gets sent off, why bother? The game is over. What do you think of the red card? At the time, I didn't really see that much about it. I didn't really understand what the red card was for. Uh, I looked at the highlights last night, um, and there's a bit of a tussle between the two players. Mm. Um, Adriano does raise his elbow, but he has been like he's been 
body. I mean, he's been he's got like a bear hug around him. Yeah, the the, the Inchon guy was giving him a bear hug, and he sort of shoves him off and sort of gives him a knockdown. Yeah. as he's. I mean, I think yeah. I think part of it was definitely a little bit of play acting by the Inchon player as well. I mean, yeah, it, it looks as if he sort of tried to give him a stamp as he as he ran off. Yeah, because the Inchon guy was falling down, and Adrian was going to dash off and get the ball and sort of go on towards. The the uh, well, it was, it was around about the halfway line, wasn't it? Yeah, that it yeah. took place. So he's going to sort of start up the attack, but it did look as if he sort of changed his the angle of his leg to deliberately try and stamp the injury guy. So the, the referee was right on top of it. They, 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 they played on for a bit, right? Yeah. And then he came back and sent him off and gave the, a yellow card to the injured guy. So and then what was quite funny is Adriano refused to leave the field of play, and he was still standing there like a good two minutes later. But the referee just looking at him like, I've sent you off, got off. And Ajahn was just standing there, like a little petulant boy, being like, I'm not going, I'm not going. Um, and then eventually the, the Dejan players came over and kind of surrounded him and said, I think you have to leave. And he kind of trudged off. But, I mean, I've seen them given, I've seen them, I've seen them not given. Um, and it did completely destroy any, any, any chance of it being a decent game. Um, which was kind of bad after I travelled like, and earned 40 minutes to get there. You know I mean? if, if Kevin had been sent off at the same point and Adrian had been stayed on, it could have been an interesting game, right? I think, yeah, I mean, if, if Kevin had been sent off and Adriano had, had been the one who stayed on, yeah, I think Dejan might, might have, have actually got a draw. Uh, Kevin pulled all the strings in the Inchon team, definitely. Uh, he, he, was the, he was the driving force. He's, I would say... He's definitely um, far too good to be playing that team. On the highlights, it looked like he was playing quite a bit deeper than yeah. you would expect him. Yeah. You always think if you can be a target man, just waiting in the box for someone to whip it in. And no, he was he was playing in midfield for the most part. Um, he was the one picking up the ball and creating everything. Like he pretty much everything went through him. Mm. A, a little bit like it used to do with Evil, like like last season, mm. like everything went through Evil uh, and Sean as well. And I think that when they when they got rid of Evo, I, I was I thought, wow, Inchon will be a, a complete disaster. But Kevin's come in and he's like, yeah, he's he's a he's by far their best player. Uh, he should be at a bigger team in the K League, like Songnam <laughs> or something. <laughs> and I am aware of the fact that Inchon are, are above Songnam in the table, uh, <laughs> but only on goal difference. Alright, so what else happened in the, the classic then? Pohang got a good home win, 2-1 against Kwangju. Um Pohang, they're, they're quietly stringing together some reasonably decent results mm. now. Still not quite enough, I think, to, to be challenging Chonbuk, but given the form that they were in a bit earlier, I suppose they're, they're, they're picking things up yeah. a bit now anyway. Maybe they're going to do the reverse of what they did last year, where they were on f- top of the league for like the first few months, and they yeah, went down to second, and then down to third, yeah. and then down to fourth. I mean, that's what they did against Wilson when they won it. Like they won it on the last day. Yeah. Maybe, maybe they'll be the team that 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 will kind of sneak up and eventually challenge John Book. Because I mean, John Book are dropping points. Mm. Uh, I guess the big game will be whenever Pohang and John Book play in the league. If Pohang can win, then that's like, as we say, like you know, a massive, a massive game. Mm. I suppose it's the same thing every week, though. The, the challengers are not really consistent enough to actually mm. catch up. So we'll have to see how it plays out. Uh, Ulsan lost to Songnam 1-0. Did you see much of it? You see the highlights at least? Uh, I saw the yeah, I saw the highlights. Um, uh, I saw the goal. 
Um, be honest, I wasn't really quite sure who Kim Song Joon was, but anyway. Um, Happens <laughs> <laughs> a song player. Uh, I'm sure he's like probably 38 and he's like the stalwart player that I've, I've watched for four years. But I was like, okay, really. Um, I mean, I, I think again, like from what I could see, uh, Song Nam looked like they kind of played reasonably well. Um, the Osan. I know that every time the camera focused on the rookie during the highlights, he looked completely pissed off. He just looked like he was having like one of those games where nothing was going right for him. He was just looking for his passport. Yeah, and he was like, he, he was complaining about everything that, that every decision that went against him, he was complaining about. Like, even when he he blazed like one like ten yards by, and he was claiming that it was a corner and stuff. Um, so I think he looks like a guy who's, who's kind of definitely on his way out. Um, Songnam did enough to win, I think, um, from what I saw in the highlights. It's a huge, huge win for them. It hoists them above Osan, gives them a you know like a three-point cushion um, and a three-goal cushion as well. So, have to imagine they'll still be sitting in the lofty ninth position that they're I in. That three-goal cushion's a minus three-goal cushion. Yeah, it's a three. <laughs> <laughs> I, just, I, just, well, I just looked at that and realised it's a minus three-goal cushion. <laughs> I get the three point cushion then. Oh well. So they'll be tenth. <laughs> so they'll be tenth after midweek. Yeah, they'll be tenth on Thursday morning. Um, yeah, I mean, I think I, I keep I keep saying it. I feel like I'm a broken record, but if Sonam can sort can sort their goalkeeping problems, they, they'll they'll climb that table. They could still end up in the top six. There's not much in it between Ulsan and. Bohang even yeah. nine points between third and tenth. Yeah, yeah. The only the two only two teams that are really Busan and Dijon are a bit disconnected now. Busan yeah. lost again. They must have thought three minutes in they're one 0 up. They must have thought they had a chance. Yeah, Jeju not very good away from home, but Jeju pull it back. Three second half goals. Three one one. Three second half Kims. Yep. Three second half Kims. I think Jeju needed that victory as well. Um, I think with Guangzhou losing, that gets them back in the top six. And I think they needed a bit of a confidence uh, performance. Apparently all three of those Kims were sporting really thick, bushy moustaches at the weekend as well. <laughs> the steroid team is working. <laughs> no shaft jokes this week. <laughs> no more shaft jokes. This no week. more shaft jokes, yeah. I'm going to make it shafted off of YouTube. And then to wrap it up, the last one was a big derby match. Chonbuk 2, Chunam 2. Again, Chunam were 2-0 up. Yeah. After 20 minutes, looked as if they were on easy street. Would have been a pretty good win, and away, 2-0 away at Chonbuk. And then, what was that, two-minute spell, one-minute spell? Yeah, two goals. 79 minutes, and then 80 minutes, they lose two goals, chuck away three points. And Chonbuk yet again managed to just keep the gap at the top of the table. I see um, or six scored again. Yeah, he must have. Mm. That's, that's Five or six. It's got to be a few in a row, yeah. 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 He seems to be finding a bit of a bit of form. Uh, I thought that he, he was actually John Nam's player, but he, I, I understand he's on loan. No, he's on loan from whoever that kid Croatian mob is that Albertino going to be playing, playing in the FA Cup. Right. You got to you got to hope that um, that he's here on a season long loan deal when he, he doesn't go back and knock you guys out of the. The, the Europa League, yeah. I think we'll be quite happy if we actually get through <laughs> to, to face right. <laughs> we're happy to face anybody. I guess. 
but yeah, yeah hopefully, hopefully he's here for another six months at Chanam anyway but he's definitely like he's, he's kind of finding the net a, lo- a, a little bit which is I guess good to see a foreigner who's kind of not just not like, Brazilian it's not, A is not Brazilian yeah and B is, is not like picking up a waste packet for nothing it does seem to be a bit of a theme actually when you think of it apart from Adriano all the Brazilians are not really that not terrible that fantastic a couple of guys maybe at Chonbook as well that are Edu. decent yeah Edu yeah I mean, but most Edu. of the most of the foreign signings in the, the lower teams are pretty poor yeah I mean like that? that could be a, a podcast of all of itself right worst yeah. Brazilian you've ever seen I don't think you'd even remember their names <laughs> oh was that night we got really drunk and went up the hill <laughs> that's a pretty bad Brazilian <laughs> So that was the, the K-League Classic. Um, looking at the table, Chonbuk are still seven-point gap to Suwon. And then it's all very tight between Suwon, Pohang, Chanam, Seoul. Look as if their title challenge is fading away again. After, yeah, now, yeah. after briefly giving you a bit of hope, Paul. I'm used to that. 30 years of supporting Wednesday, I'm used to having hope dangled in front of me and then yanked away. You said hope there, didn't you? Yeah. And then at the bottom, Dijon, it's gone, isn't it? And Busan and Ulsan are probably the two sides that are uh, looking to be in danger right now. Ulsan need to do something pretty quickly, don't they? Particularly if, if they, as rumoured this week, if they lose Singu and Kim Shinu, yeah, they're really going to be struggling. As I said, yeah, like they have um, they, one of their defenders has got a five-game ban for headbutting as well. So that's going to be a big, a big loss, and that could be like three players missing. They're already all over the place. I'm, I'm starting to think ahead now to say who would I fancy in the playoffs. <laughs> Getting ahead of yourself, aren't Busan you? or Busan, Busan or Ulsan. We gave Ulsan a good game last time, so we could probably take mm. them. Particularly if, if Sungu and Kim Shinook were not there, but I think I'd probably rather have Busan because they're not very good. I think I think it'll depend on. Um, they, I mean, they'll they'll get money for, for those two players. Yeah, but who who can they bring in? I guess. Well, that's I mean that, that's it. I mean, we've discussed the lack of good goalkeepers in the K League as it is. Sell them Kim Young Kwang back for a couple of million. But yeah, I mean that's <laughs> I mean that's what you're looking at. I mean, they've discussed how there's not very many good keepers. So like, if you sell one of the good keepers or decent keepers, then you're how do you replace them? Yeah, I suppose the only thing you'd be looking at is bringing in the, the other guy from Japan, potentially mm. swap them out. But because yeah. I mean, like, you can sell the Wookie and buy a Brazilian. <laughs> <laughs> you, know, you know what I mean? Like, I mean, oh. from Wookie to Brazilian. Was it not three minutes ago that we said that most of the Brazilians are crap? Yeah, but what I mean is that like, you, you you can't sell Kim Sung Gyu and buy a Brazilian. That you have to buy a, 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 a green yeah, goalkeeper. Yeah, yeah, mm. So, you know, you can at least bring in anyone to replace the rookie. You can't replace a Korean goalkeeper with anything other than a Korean goalkeeper. And if they do sell the rookie, hands off Ju Men Q. Well, they will, I mean, that, that would maybe be the natural order of things, I guess. Yeah. Shall we talk challenge then? Yep. Must be that time of the day again. Yeah, so this week the Elan game was away at Ansan. Uh, almost didn't go to it, actually. 
I think in the middle of the afternoon I was like, I can't be bothered sitting on the subway for two hours. I put on Twitter, oh, I, don't, I think I'm going to skip this one, I can't get any motivation. And within about ten minutes, Dan Harris, the fitness coach, had said, no, you're going, don't even think about it. <laughs> so, I guess I had no choice, I had to drag myself down to Ansan to see probably one of the poorest games I've seen Elan play. I don't know if it was just again. Maybe they're always that bad. And I was just, I was sober this week. <laughs> the first <laughs> Elan game that I've actually seen sober. But Take the bear goggles off. Yeah, it wasn't a very good game. Um, Ansan, are a, Ansan are a dreadful side. They're just so dull. Ansan in general, it's a dull, not very, not very interesting place to go. It's not a great stadium to watch football in, even though it's quite a nice design, the actual the viewing position and the big running track and everything else you lose a lot of the atmosphere, there's no crowd there um, probably the biggest action we saw was when we saw a rat dart through the, the stand <laughs> Each <laughs> was there? Midway, midway through the second half there was a rat just darted through the, the seats Really? That's a rat! And that was about as, as exciting as it got Other than that, uh, Jumez scored again, it was a good finish by him um, Bobby cut it back and one of the sole players made his best touch of the game by not actually touching it. He just dummied it, it fell to Jumez, he smashed it into the into the net and that was it, one 0 And Job done. Job done. Yeah. One of those games you think three points. Smash and grab. It wasn't even really a smash and grab because it never really looked like Ansan were going to beat us, but it did look as if it was going to drag out similar to the Anyang game maybe, but it was just going it was fading away to a nil nil. And then we managed to get a, a bit of a lucky goal. But we've had a few like that now, so... You can look at it two ways. You can either say we're, we're struggling a bit to find the form when we were scoring four and five every week. Or you can say the fact that we're getting 1-0 wins away from home is a good sign that we're you know, grinding out results. Mm-hmm. So the weird thing for us is I think that answer, that answer game had actually been switched. It was originally planned to be a home game. And for whatever, there must have been something on a jam shell because they switched it to away. So we've had six away games out of seven matches. And you're still winning And we've yeah. actually won, that'll be four of them that we've won. Four out of the six. The two still to come. How many Elan fans were there? It's not a massive trick down the subway. It wasn't it? a massive crowd. Probably maybe a hundred or something like that. It was a reasonable crowd. Probably as many as we, t- we took to, to Suwon or... To Koyang. To Koyang. But yeah, it wasn't wasn't massive, but again, at that stadium, a couple of hundred people yeah. get lost. Mm. Um, I, I'm not sure what the attendance was, actually. I'd be surprised <coughs> if it was more than 1,500 or something like that in, in that stadium. As I said, Anson have found eight fans to sit behind the goal, wave a flag and, and sing some songs. Um, but that's about it. You know, the other good news is it's only 5,001 to get into Anson, so well, it's value for money, at yeah. least, if nothing else. That's good. In comparison to the 15,000 that Anyang charged us. That's insane. Only for us. And only for the away fans as well. The petite club. What can we say? That's it. So that got us within seven points of Sangju, who lost 1-0 at Suwon. I think that was a, a potentially a late goal as well there at, at Suwon, but I can't remember. I think it was a, a, like yeah, 89th, it was minute, 89th minute or 90th minute winner for Suwon. So that was a bit of a surprise. Um, but I guess Suwon are a reasonably good side, um, but that's closed the gap to seven points. We've got a game in hand as well, so it could be as little as four if we win our game in hand. If only you'd beaten them the other week. If only we'd beaten them the other week. If only I hadn't shouted all that abuse at Yi Jong Hyuk, we may have not scored all those goals. Yeah. <laughs> so that's going to be interesting that once the army team 
starts dropping off as they always do. I guess that, that's the hope. Yeah, I mean, uh, if it stayed as it, as it was, you'd, you'd say, I think Sangju would get the title wrapped up, but they are going to lose a lot of players. Um, I, I looked through the other day, and it's, it's not some of the big names, but it's a lot of their kind of key players. Yeah. Most of that, I think their, their goalkeeper and their, their two centre halves are going to go. Um, so they'll not be as solid a team yeah. at the, at the last couple of months of the season than they have been. So you'd expect that they'll start to drop some points. So it's all about trying to keep on their shoulder until you get to the, the end of the season. What else happened then? Well, Kyongnam lost at home again. 2-1 away win for Buchon, which was a bit of a surprise. Um, I think Parana scored one. And somebody else scored the other one. No, Parana didn't score. <laughs> <laughs> I think. I think. And maybe he got an assist. Maybe I think that's two assists. I think. Yeah, yeah, that might have been the. Yeah, I think he. I think as far as I heard, he, he had a pretty, a pretty good game, um, which is is good. Yeah, I mean, th- I think I think Stoyanovic scored in the first minute for Kyongnam, so they must have thought this was going to be an easy yeah. win for them. And then losing, yeah, losing to Butchon will be a, a sore one for them because Butchon are not not a great side. Um, but they do pick up the odd the odd result. But Kyongnam are, are really struggling. So, a friend of the uh, podcast, James Edrop, was going on about Puchon's great player, was he? And you think he meant Piranha? It was, he said number yes, 11. Yeah, it was Piranha. Not, was not Almir. No. No, because he said number Puchon's forward, number 11, I think. He would have been able to say Puchon's forward, number 9500. Whatever it is that Almir wears in the back of his shirt with his rainbow boots. Yeah, he was. I, mean, ahead, he was I think he was on. Man. He was on the bench anyway. He didn't even start the I game. Mean, so I mean, Almir's shirt number looks like the local, like the local McDonald's delivery number. <laughs> <laughs> what else happened then? Anyang lost again, surprisingly. Yep. Two-one home win for Goyang. Um, Daegu didn't beat Chungju, so it was a one-one each draw at Chungju. So that was a bit of a surprise. That let us uh, get a couple of points clear on Daegu now. And that's it. There's only five games, so that's it. Okay. So bad times for Anyang. A good week, I guess, for Eland, even though it wasn't a great performance. Closed the gap on, on the army. Daegu didn't win. Good job, Martin Rennie. Fair play. Well done, Martin. Good job, Dan Harris, for getting me off the sofa and into the game. I had, I had almost contemplated going to that game. It was kind of, because it was a 7pm kickoff. it was like, ooh. But then I thought, oh, getting back from Anzan at like 9pm. Like, oh. That is the longest subway journey in the world, getting yeah. home from Anzan. So Wherever you are. Whatever yeah. you are in Seoul, it's the longest yeah. subway journey in the world to get home from Anzan. So I thought, I'll just leave it. It's good for Clark, though. Well, there you go. It's a good bit of a walk like, from the stadium to the subway station as well, if I, rem- if I remember. No, it's, no, it's, it's like right next to it. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, I, th- I remember it's being across a like, literally crossing the road. You probably the wrong subway station. Yeah, I think so then, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you probably went to Ansan Station and, and walked for half an hour. Yeah, because um, I was pretty sure it was pretty. Uh, it was a far walk. Oh, I, I wouldn't have been there once. No, it's Gojan Station. It's right across the, right across the road from it. So. Hmm. I remember walking by a river. Yeah, you've definitely got the wrong place. That's what we met last year, isn't it? Well, I think that's the third third time I've been at the one. I don't think I've actually seen a good game there yet. Was it? it It's always just dull. Mm. And Sam Buchan we saw last year, wasn't it? 
No, it was Ansan. Was Ansan Anyang. Anyang? Yeah. Uh, Ansan Anyang. The game I went to was, I think it, I think it was Ansan Daegu or Ansan Suwon. I'm not really sure. It was horrendous anyway. It is, it's, just, it's just a terrible place to go and watch mm. football, generally. And I don't, th- I don't think they're getting anywhere close to their 3,000 average crowd that was there. Yeah, I don't think, think so. I think they'll be lucky if they're getting 1,000. Well, it's better. It's better this season than it was last season. But I guess they've cut the prices in half, so that'll help. Um, and they seem to be getting a little bit of action, a little bit of atmosphere, a few actual supporters. Um, but still, it's not a great place to, to watch a game. It's not very exciting. It must be really tough to actually drag yourself out to go and support the police. Do you know what I mean? It must be really tough. Probably. Although there must be enough people in the police you think you'd be able to get a few hundred to come along to the games. Or at least force a few hundred. Mm. So anyway, is that it? We'll wrap that up and move on. Yeah. Have you got any interesting points of contention to talk about this week? So there must have been some controversy then at the super match. Was, was Mark causing any trouble this time or was it other people that were getting involved in trouble this and time I, around? I never caused trouble last time. I just <laughs> fell asleep in a side alley and so on with a chicken around my, in my leg. I saw him bullying Clark at one point. This time or last time? This time. <laughs> yeah, I grabbed him by. <laughs> yeah, we're having fun. Were you hugging Rangers fans this time? Yes. No, there's yeah. nothing to hug. Reason, there's no reason to hug. I thought you gave him a welcome hug. Oh, you bought him a drink, didn't you? Yeah, well, he gave me one, so I, got, I bought him one back. He's a nice guy, Ali. He might be a zombie, but he's a nice guy. <laughs> Sorry, Ali. So what was the controversy then, Paul? Oh, fucking rats. <laughs> there was a chicken in the, the soul end, didn't it? Well, there was my rubber chicken, of course, but there's a, a real chicken in a blue shirt. A chicken in the soul end? Yeah. Some idiot. But happy, maybe half an hour into the second half, eh, the, sorry, the, the first half, suddenly we could hear all this, like, shouting and, uh, like, some, some jostling and, and so yeah. on. And you were yeah. confused because it wasn't coming from you? I was confused because I was like, I've only had two beers. <laughs> like, why am I not, like, why am I jostling already? Uh, and then I realised that I, I wasn't having an, an out-of-body experience and it actually wasn't me. Um, and uh, at that point, Kim, Kim Young Day, not the actual Kim Young Day, but the guy who has like a rainbow crush on him, um, came sprinting past on his way in his really tight clothes as the well. Guy, the guy that made us stop coming back from Hwasong after the game, he made us stop on the, the side of the hi- highway so he could have a pee. We were literally 100 yards from the, the turn off for Sangam. <laughs> <laughs> I really want to kick the shit out of him now. So he, he, he went sprinting over to like sort things out and you know, you really do realise it's, it's a bit of a bad day when a, a rather overweight guy in a, in a kind of like slim fit uh, turquoise <laughs> goalkeeping top and orange shorts as, you're, as a guy that's going to go and sort he's, things out. He's a like, hard man. <laughs> like, whenever, yeah, whenever he's a hard man you're like, yeah, you're not going to be in those uh, Russian ultras anytime soon mate, are you? <laughs> As he'd been running over, uh, he was swiftly followed by a galloping Paul, um, who was having the best fun of the game <laughs> at that point. Finally, something's happened. Yeah. Finally, finally. 
Um, it turned out some actually there was a Sue one fan and a couple was behind him. There was an E one and an Ewok. An Ewok. There was a chicken and an Ewok. There was a that's who also needed to watch the book. <laughs> you know there's badly uh, some Korean guy with a name that's similar to Ewok they're, they're probably like Quacky or something like that. <laughs> or Ewok um, I, I think when we adopt that instead of the ferrets the Ewoks the Ewoks, Ewoks. Like, oh, no. but anyway there was um, there was a an Elan fan an Elan fan who was minding his own business watching his uh, other team play um, or his first team that ever really wanted to do it uh, whereas the Sue One fans seem to be a- a- annoying everyone just by breathing in a blue top. So the first question has to be how did a Sue One fan get into the home end? Presumably someone sold him a ticket. Someone yeah. on the gates let him in. Uh, None I mean, of the stewards have thought to say uh, you can't sit here. I mean, to answer your question, there are a number them? of ways you could get in because a Song Nam fan happened to be standing next to me based on the spare season ticket I had going. But presumably wasn't wearing a Songnam shirt. I don't know. Nor scarf. I was wearing the same as today, actually. No, 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 that different colour shirt. It's a different grey shirt. That you <laughs> different grey shirt. Um, but Major. I mean, yeah. I mean, obviously people can get in. I mean, suppose if other teams can get in the stadium. Can, but can I knew it was easily enough. I mean, you could get someone to buy your ticket. You could get an online ticket. Hmm. But there's no way you should have been let into the the north stand. Yeah. As we discussed earlier, that if you go up and buy a and buy a ticket, you know, like for for Eobansok at Sangam, that allows you to get in to N and also E, yeah. E, yeah. And now the person selling the ticket, obviously, I guess, thought, oh, he's going to go and sit in E at the halfway line, or maybe even further down towards the Suwon fans, as a lot of people do. Yeah, because the view at the halfway line, a lot of people like sitting at the halfway line and getting, and getting that view as opposed to behind the goals. And, and people do that at a wide range of ground. I know people that do mm. that at Incheon because they don't want to be packed yeah. in like sardines yeah. in the, the soul under Incheon. So, so I mean, I get that, and I, I understand the, them selling the ticket. I don't understand even if the ticket. You know, Checker is, is a 12 year old spotty high school kid. He should still have enough sense to be like, oh, that looks like a song, a shoe on top, you know? But um, as far as I understand, it's not policy because we brought this up with the club before, and right now in the, the Sue Ocean group chat, there's like 100 messages going on about that, which I've not bothered to read. But um, it just seems. Well, I mean, it's a bit strange, and it. I mean, we always say that one of the, the good things about going to. Korean football as opposed to football back home is that you can do stuff like that, you can just go into the stadium and wander around but when people start to do it, particularly at the super match, but you yeah. don't go and sit amongst the home fans with an away shirt on. Fair uh, enough if you're, if you're a neutral or you support their team but you're not wearing the shirt, sit wherever you like. I think the, the way I understand it to be is you can sit down the side with, yeah. uh, with no problems. Just not behind the goals and either goal. Behind either mm. goal if you're wearing the and I think that this is what sometimes confuses people at Tanchon because it's not behind the goals where the, the ultras, so to speak, actually stand. They, they stand, you know, in the, in the, in the stand on the, on the left-hand side. So quite often people come to games and you'll get Seoul fans or Suwon fans or Pohang fans sitting right next to those guys. But that's fine. I mean, they, they don't really seem to bother with it. No one really ever says anything. There was a little bit of a... bit of... Some 
controversy last season when some John Book fans came in and kind of started acting a little bit uh, rowdy in amongst all the Songnam fans. They're great in amongst them all. Uh, and there may have been a few words exchanged, particularly from one of the Scottish um, uh, Songnam fans who may have given the guy a count. But anyway, um, I mean, but they were being particularly like, obnoxious and were looking to kind of wind people up. But I think there are just certain games these days and there may be certain stadiums where you don't go in amongst those fans. And I think when you have the number of fans in the Suho Shin and the number of fans like at Suwon, you don't go in their end with the other team's top on. It's just yeah. it's just stupid. It's like But the guy wasn't actually football. doing anything, was he? He wasn't there. He was just standing there, standing he was there just watching the game. Yeah. Watching the football, so... It's just soul fans then that I mean, it is, can't be trusted. It is possible that he didn't know. It's possible it was his first ever game. There's, there's one of the, the fan groups that Suwon called the Aval- Avalancha. And I was talking with someone who's... Well, I was talking with a Suwon fan about the Nazi issue, right? Mm. And she was saying, well, you can say what you like to other groups, they won't care. But if you ever meet anyone from Avalancha, don't say anything to them because they'll just kick the crap out of you without even blinking an eyelid. And of course, was it two years ago when Seoul went to Incheon? You know, normally the north stand is for the, the home team and the south stand for the away team. Yeah. But Incheon is reversed. So some Seoul fans just went and said, like, give us some SCs because they assumed that's where the mm-hmm. away fans would be. And it wasn't until they got in that they realised that was the home Incheon end. But they got beaten up. They physically got beaten up. It was a, a, a guy in a Seoul shirt and his girlfriend. And the Incheon, fan, Incheon fans just attacked them. They had to go to hospital. So, I mean... I mean, it's not so just yeah. Seoul fans and Incheon fans then. Yeah, I mean, it's not just those. <laughs> and a few Seoul yeah. fans. <laughs> but I mean, I think he, he he may or may not have been doing. I mean, he may or may not have been there to antagonise. But I think people should. I mean, I think people know enough about Seoul's Seoul games. Sense, yeah. yeah, I mean, that like, you probably don't want to be sitting and behind the goal. It's a kind of unwritten rule. I mean, I, I heard that his friend had invited him there and said it'll be okay. And then once people started yelling, like, what the hell are you doing here? You still want fan go around the other end? And he's like, no, no, why do I have to? I'm like, what are you going to do about it? And so, of course, they did do something about it. Which was sent over the, the Ajima to beat him up, yeah? Yeah. <laughs> the Ajima who beat up an Inchon fan. Well, not beat up an Inchon fan, but had, had words with an Inchon fan last year, was it? Oh, uh, yeah, I think it was last year. And had words with a good friend of the podcast, Lex, when he was wearing his Chumbuk shirt to... A super match at Suwon a couple of years ago, but that that apparently it's okay to wear an Elan shirt. No, but that but that they, that was the year that Suwon and John Book were vying for the title, yeah. and I think he shouldn't have done that. And I think the but to be fair, he did have it all zipped up. Yeah. He was wearing it because I think he was up for the to watch a John Book game the next day. Or yeah, he had his coat over it zipped up so you couldn't see it. But, but yeah, I mean the, the, the strange thing was was that two rows behind or a few rows. Behind the Suwon fan was a guy sitting with an Elan top, kind of like an Elan top. Sorry, that, that's a bit Scottish there. An Elan top, kind of shaking his head. Strip. Yeah, they had like an Ewok strip, kind of shaking his head, going, "This doesn't happen in Endor." Um, <laughs> so, so yeah, I mean, I guess it just means that uh, you know there'll be more and more talk about it, and then the next Super Match game at Suwon, I'm sure. Uh, I won't be at, <laughs> but I'm sure, like something, that there may be some some repercussions. You know what I mean? I think un- until you literally actually go ahead and kick the crap out of someone that does that, nothing's going to change, right? Mm. As long as it's just a bit of 
words and argy-bargy and sorted out by the security guards that's going to keep doing it because we've complained to the club, club in the past and said there's nothing we can do about it if a Suwon fan wants to come in the north end and they've got a ticket for the north end there's nothing we can do to stop them which I think is ridiculous As you yeah I mean it's their ground they can police it they just simply say if you're, if you're wearing another team strip you don't get in yeah, that yeah. stand yeah just tell the stewards that and it's I mean if they can if they can put it. enough staff on to the extent with a the, you know, like a temperature reader to see if you have a, yeah, a deadly they, virus. They and they can, can stop, surely they stop you taking beer in a game, then yeah. I'm sure they can stop they can you with a save. one shirt on. Yeah, I think for the, the, wrong for the one guy that's going to do it in the game anyway, exactly. or the two guys, it's not as if it's going to be a 150 people trying to pull I mean, into the, all to do is put, fans, eh? you know, like, I mean, like, the entrance into N is pretty easy to police. It's not the biggest entrance either. And there was a guy there. I mean, like, there's always a security guard on that gate. Yeah. Uh, like standing just back from from the kids who they like, check the tickets. I understand the kids checking the tickets probably don't want to like um, you know prevent anyone from coming in, but put a security guard on it. There's always someone there anyway. Like it's crazy. Actually, probably my first super match back in 2007. I uh, went along wearing a Wednesday shirt, right, which is blue and white stripes. Mm. And one of the, the people checking the tickets did actually say something. He's like, "What are you doing here?" I was like, "Whoops." Well, it's not a, not a Suwon shirt. I'm not mm. I mean, I've gone a few games in my Celtic shirt. Been kicked out. Yeah, I mean, I've yeah, been <laughs> let in. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? But yeah, I mean, it was it, it, it was stupid on his part. It was stupid on everyone else's part as well. I'm just not sure why he wants to do that. That's still the thing. Like well, the concern is that what if Suwon had scored? Yeah. Would he have jumped up and celebrated? In which case, then he would have definitely got a kicking. Yeah, from you. For me, yeah, I had been running right over. Um, I mean, so I've got to admit, I had to stop myself doing it when Hwasong scored during the week there. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. Maybe I was the renter fan that that commentator was talking about. Maybe he'd seen me at the jam shell and thought, I mean, that's, that's the renter fan sneaking I, into the way. Once at Inchon, when Songnam thumped Inchon, I think it was 2-0. They, they, they went, went into the home end or punched somebody <laughs> no but that was in the home end because we had heard that, that you couldn't get beer into the way end and uh, Songnam just like, destroyed Inchon and the second goal they had jumped up we both jumped up to celebrate because it was a great victory and no one said anything but we, we went behind the goals we were like close yeah. to the Songnam fans well it's a weird one though if they do that Inchon because they're so tight on the security for the away fans there's no point in doing that if they just can just buy a ticket for another stand and yeah. and do whatever they like there. But uh, I guess try to make sense of security and policing at K-League games. K-League games is, is, a, is a whole nother podcast. A waste, waste of time, really. <laughs> the, the, the interesting thing for me is how he got to 35 minutes with no one noticing it. Yeah, yeah, that's interesting. Did he actually just come in late and... Oh, cause they, I mean, he was, he was far enough down the stand, so you would have to have walked down that full staircase. So he must have been in there earlier. And just no one noticed the no blue. One, no one paid attention. Well, maybe because I mean, sort of in the corner, so yeah. I mean, maybe people just thought it was a blue T-shirt until we turned round and then someone saw the badge. Yeah, until someone sees the sort of Samsung one. Yeah, yeah. Oh well, I suppose we should we should move on. Yeah, we've talked a lot about this. I you wanted to talk about referees, Mark. I suppose we should have. Guess <laughs> next week. I guess we'll do that next week. Yeah, yeah we're out of time, week, yeah. aren't we? We're out of time. Damn referees <laughs> over next week then. When we actually get round to it, it's going to just be a. And I rant and rave as <laughs> it's built it up for a month. <laughs> it's going to be unleashed. 
So we should move on then and uh, preview the weekend's games before before we finish. So looking at the classic then, um, you guys are the classic experts. So you're going to be going to a game, Paul. Are you doing the Soul game? Yeah, Soul Soul versus Kwangju on the Sunday. Soul versus Kwangju, six p.m. Sunday. Looking forward to it. Nope. <laughs> Is it going to be another dull, Bye. miserable? Had the nil misfortune nil. to trape six hours on the bus down to Mokpo earlier in the season for a nil-nil draw. So, so you're looking forward to the, the revenge match where you get, we're going to bore your away fans to death this time. The only good thing I can say is, is, is to get to Sangham was like a ten-minute journey for me. So, in the last game, there, there was that controversy about the Seoul player who was sent off for attacking the Guangzhou fans because you thought he was being oh, he, th- yeah. he was being sworn at when he was injured. I don't think he was actually sent he off. Sent off, was he? But he, they he, were he got booked for something, didn't they? I think he got booked in the end. Because he, yeah, he, he did something to his ligament or yeah, and mm. thought that it was done by someone chucking something at him from the yeah the stand. Yeah, I'd forgotten about that. Yep, so it's a bit of a, a, bit of a grudge to add. Just for that the, one guy. Today, the two Guangzhou fans. The one guy who won't be playing and the three Guangzhou fans who will actually travel three. There must be. There must be two of them eleven souls, surely. Probably. And then another guy will always come up. So, Mark, are you going to any games this weekend? Uh, it's looking unlikely. The game I would have gone to would have been Seoul Guangzhou, but that's on Sunday, and on Sunday I have uh, I've already made plans to, to go to the horse racing. So uh, you're not not heading down to Busan for the Songnam match. I, I'm working all day Saturday. Otherwise, I might have not thought about it. <laughs> <laughs> to be honest, like. Um, you I'm fancy your chances against Busan? Yeah. Yeah, yeah we'll beat them two 0 I think Songnam are going to start putting a string of results together based on Grandad. So, so far, you've got one. <laughs> so far, we've got one. <laughs> I think we'll be, well, I mean, Dejan is probably, be, is probably winnable. Pusan is winnable. Um, so, and then obvi- obviously, at home against uh, Seoul next week, that's, that's very winnable. winnable. So, yeah. Alright, so that's that's your two teams and then I guess the big game is Pohang at home to Suwon Saturday yep. evening. That'll be interesting to see what happens there. I guess if, if Pohang win it they go second. they'll go second in the table if not before then on, on Wednesday night. Um, it's all a... Are Pohang going to mount a challenge? I can't see it to be honest. Thing is, Pohang beat Suwon in the first game of the season they, and Suwon's happy birthday day, the game I was at. Pohang won one nil. Yeah. Uh, they outplayed two one completely. Suwon have been all over the place. Their form is erratic. If Pohang can get some consistency, they're the only team that can mount a challenge. Um, over which, the season. Yeah. Yeah, over, over the season. Even though I think I've written them off three times already. Um, but for me, I think Pohang will have, will have enough about them to beat Suwon. Yep, I think I'd agree with that. And then the other game on Saturday is Jeju at home to Incheon. Revenge for Jeju, 2-0. There we go. 2-0 for Jeju. I mean, yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah, there you go. <laughs> Jeju are relatively strong at home, as we always yeah. say, so yeah. um, smart money's on a home win. Yeah. Uh, another home win should be Chanam at home to Ulsan. You'd think so, wouldn't you? The way the form's gone anyway, yeah. Chanam yeah. should really beat Ulsan. And then a couple as well, I think. Quite potentially, yeah. 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 See who Ulsan's got left in their team at that point. Yeah, you never know when they're going to lose a, a, a player or two. And then the last one, which probably won't be a home win, Dejon at home to Chonbuk. They did give Chonbuk a good 
run a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. So. Yeah, I mean, they they did beat Suwon as well, that in, in their one win of the season. Uh, I'm not sure how long Adriano will be out for with a red card. Should be two games, I guess. It'll be, it'll be at least conduct. one. I don't know yeah. if he's got other bookings and things. So, Dejan without Adriano against John Book, you say Dejan will lose. Dejan with Adriano against John Book, you say Dejan will lose. <laughs> so, um, Dejan so, lose. So, you'd have to say John Book should, should get back to winning ways. Yep, so that's it. So, we're going for Pohang, Songnam, Jeju, Seoul, Seoul Chonam, Chonam, John Book. Maybe Seoul Gwangju being a draw. Is that all all of the top six? Oh, apart from Suwon. So five of the top six to win. So Gwangju could be a draw, but I think so might just edge it. So if that works out, not a lot's going to change then really, yeah, is it, in terms of the table? Just if Suwon don't win, we'll write off the title challenge. All right, on to the challenge. It'll be the sixth... Sixth away game for Eland up at Kangwon, the big revenge match. Mm. Kangwon beat you Zelen, yeah? They did, 4 2. So I think I'll probably head up to that. I actually missed, um, they were doing a free supporters bus up to the game, Eland. Um, I was going to book it and then it was sold out when I went in it this morning. But the, the supporters bus is leaving Jamshell at 7 a.m. What? For a 7pm kickoff in Sokcho. Oh, you got a whole schedule, is that? Well, I think I think they're doing a meet the player thing with Kim Jae-sung. So I, th- I think what they're doing is they're they're probably staying overnight at the, the Kensington Resort in Sokcho or wherever it is. Okay. So I think the bus is taking you there and then meeting Kim Jae-sung at like half ten in the morning. And then they just let you go and say, all right, the rest of the day is yours. Kick-off at seven. And then the bus back is gets into Jamshill at like half eleven or midnight or something like that. So it's it's a long day for a football game. Yeah, that'd be a great good laugh if you were drinking. It would be, but I wasn't going to be drinking, so it was spare. A pretty pointless day of misery, but it was free. <laughs> so that was, that was eight thousand won, and that covered your ticket. So a nice so gesture by uh, Elan to, to put a free bus on. But I'll be I'll be heading up there on the on the council buses and paying my paying my way. Sunny Sokcho should be a good game. Should be. be a good game. Should be. I hope it's. I hope it's better than the last time we played them. Anyway. And then the other big one in the challenge is Daegu at home to Sangju, so could be a potentially Sangju dropping more points. Yep. Um, that would be quite good if they could. Daegu get the old Brazilians out, Jonathan and is it, I can't. Is it Leo the guy, the the Palestinian? Yeah, it's Leo, isn't it? Something like that. Yeah, something along those lines. Um, see, Suwon take on Elsewhere, it's the not so super matchy. Suwon Anyang. Anyang are going to win that, aren't they? We're, yeah. gonna, we're just going to keep <laughs> predicting Anyang are going to win it until, <laughs> until they, they do. do it, yeah. 3-0, Austin Berry hat trick. Yes. <laughs> They've got to win it at some point, haven't they? So exactly. To the standard line, 3-0, Austin Berry hat trick. <laughs> and then the other Saturday game, Goyang taking on Ansan Police. I'm going to go Go Yang there just because I don't like Ansan anymore. I mean, so that's kind of like the um, outskirts of the of the Seoul uh, Gay Pride March that was on Sunday. You know, like the religious nutcases on one side and the police on the other. God, God versus Plod, as I like to call it. That was exactly what happened outside Seoul <laughs> Plaza. Like someone 
what was this, as someone said, it was like a rainbow of love in the middle, surrounded by a circle of hate. Well, I don't quite think it was a circle of hate. <laughs> I think it was a circle of Ajumas. Badly dancing to Tchaikovsky's greatest hits, apparently. <laughs> it's quite funny. But anyway. Well, we've already learned from the Soul game that those Ajumas can be dangerous. Oh, yeah, it? I guess, I guess, actually, yeah. yeah. You don't want to get on the wrong side of them. And then the last one, Chungju are at home to Kyongnam. A strange 8pm kickoff. A strange 8pm kickoff indeed. Must be for the must be for the live telly. Company. It must be yes. This <laughs> <laughs> so it doesn't clash with the baseball. Yeah. There'll probably be about 200 at the game. So for the other 14 that want to watch, you can get it live on telly somewhere. It's one of those ones where you look at it on Naver and it's like a minus two. <laughs> They're begging commentators to come on and commentate on it. They're like, no, I'm going home. Um, I have no idea what that result's going to be. It'll probably be two each or something silly. Chungju are just totally unpredictable. They should be really bad, but every now and again they just throw in a, mm. throw in a win. Um, so I'll go, I'll go two each, just because it must be time Kyongnam scored some goals. Okay. And that's it. Hopefully it will be a four-point gap at the top of the table to sign you after the weekend. Well, surely you hope it's going to be a, a two-point gap with the midweek game? Yes, good point. <laughs> <laughs> Although I'm not that optimistic. <laughs> sign you'll lose both games and you'll win both, yeah? That would be nice. I don't think it will happen. It's almost almost time for the summer break. I think there's a is it the 18th of July the weekend they're off. I guess these two games are going to make or break Tiger, right? They got Elan midweek and then yeah. Sangju at the weekend. It's be a real test if they've got some proper title credentials or yeah yeah, yeah. They, they could be sitting what three points behind Sangju. Yeah. I mean, if they lost both those games, it'd be pretty. I think you'd be able to say okay, that's it. What will probably happen is that each team will win one and lose one. Will be as we were. Yeah, probably. Or Sangju will win two, and Elan yeah, will win one. Or Daegu will win one. Okay. In any case, yeah, I guess that's that's the two big games: Daegu at Sangju and then Elan away to Kangwon. The rest will be whatever happens, apart from the Austin Berry hat trick. It's going to happen one day. I'm going to go and put a thousand one on that <laughs> somewhere. I may get you into Yang Yang next time, then. Eh? <laughs> and a shot. And a shot as well, yeah. <laughs> so I guess that wraps it up. That's the uh, that's the week's football. Anything else before we go? Should come up with a piece of music. Do you not think we should come up with a piece of music? Should I do, do Paul. That's, that seems to be your. Your uh, task, your area, your forty. Anyone Speaking of which, it's Paul's birthday uh, tomorrow so or Tuesday. Happy birthday, isn't? So it's Paul's fortieth yeah. tomorrow, even though he keeps <laughs> pretending it's not. Yeah. It's not my fortieth tomorrow. So his fortieth finding music and your fortieth tomorrow. No, his fortieth was about three years ago. With <laughs> that hairline. My fortieth next year. Yeah, you do realise, Paul? That's rubbish. So I think I think we should maybe have some kind of like um, like stop telling yourself lies or something. <laughs> stop pretending. Anything by the pretenders is good for me. 
somewhere on the internet the pretenders must have done happy birthday they must have done yeah I'm sure Ross Abbott did as well. He's probably the same age as Paul. Definitely same hairline. Addy's the same age as me. Who? Addy. That's brilliant. Right. He's about two months older than me. Addy's 40? No, he's 39. Wait, he's 39. I'll be 39 tomorrow. I'm sure he was born in April. You old bugger. Yeah. Shut up. <laughs> I'm not 39 for another six weeks or something. <laughs> oh, well, shut up, you two. There's no way you both are born in 75, there's no way. No, 76. 76. <laughs> Sorry, 76. Shit, does that make me what? How old am I this year? I feel she's older than you think. Oh, jeez, is that older? If we were born in 75, we would be 40. Yeah, that's what I was thinking, you're okay, yeah. You can tell he's not been an accountant, can't you? <laughs> nah, my days are gone. Funny thing, right? 